Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. And we're live. Yeah, that's good. Here, are you sure you want it like there? Yeah, because it forces us to look longingly into each other's eyes. Okay. Isn't that what you want? Always. If it's not awesome today, when is it awesome? Mm-hmm. I slurred that a little. I'm not drunk. I'm not sober either. Don't judge. Awesomes, welcome back to Awesome Today. I'm your host, Meg Teets, joined with me, uh, joining with me, as always, on this last Monday of May. If you are in the U.S. and listening to this on Monday, it is, in fact, Memorial Day. Happy Memorial Day to you. Uh, but I'm joined today by my husband. I was just going to say, joined by Memorial Day? <laughs> I messed this up. Where in the hell did I get demoted below a national holiday? I messed wow. this up. I got confused. I'm joined by, <laughs> brought to you by our calendar. <laughs> Woohoo! I got this all messed up. My husband Kyle's with me today, as he always is on a Monday. I was even, I even had a thing that's now just no longer <laughs> valuable. <laughs> Try to save it for next week. I guess so. <laughs> so really important. We're very much in the holiday mode of things. You have Does that mean you're wasted already? No, but you have anti permitted me to do any kind of work around the house this weekend, kind haven't of, you? Yeah. I mean we had a big discussion earlier. Is yeah. that really where you want to go? No, I'm just saying like You don't or you do? I don't want to go into the whole there. conversation. Now, now we're going there. Okay, we just great. went there. Welcome everyone to the place we just went. My point earlier, which I may or may not have made well. Yeah is that it's perfectly fine to look around and see things that you desire to be done, mm-hmm. but that that doesn't mean you are the one that has to do them. How, is, how could that be true? How could that be true? <laughs> Tell me more. We have five freeloaders in our house. Some people call them children. Yeah. All of them are capable of contributing to the well-being and advancement of the family team. Okay. And so when you see dishes that need to be done, there are five candidates. Well, technically four. Yeah, Nico's not a help. 
helper. Although he's, he's good, at, he's getting good at setting the table. His version of dishes is breaking them and running away. Yeah, but yeah, see a thing you want done. That's fine. There's no shame in that. But that doesn't mean you need to go work and be silly. The thing. Make them do it. Okay, Make that's them do it. yes. The thing that causes me to have angst about that and and provides a great deal of friction in my life is that they simply never do it the right way. Sounds like you need a good lubricant. <laughs> Segway into ad space. <laughs> Are there lubricants you're advertising now? Um, well, still the for you, okay. the CBD so one. There you go. Yeah. If you feel like doing dishes, put on some genital lubes. It's good for you, right? It's good for you. Get it? The yeah. name of the company is For You. I get it. F O R I A. I didn't mispronounce it enough. For you to For You, but it's yeah. what I meant. Okay. Um, it is the last Monday in May, as I completely garbled and confused everyone at the top of this well, episode. You're, you're joined by the last day of May as your main <laughs> co-host, and I don't know who I am. Oh man, is it hot in here? I'm sweating. You're sweating and you're crying. That's fascinating. <laughs> My eyes are sweaty. <laughs> Okay, let's start off with some watches, because you know the people, if we're getting into the big watching season, whether you're in the yeah. theater or streaming. It's like vacation without going anywhere. Mm-hmm. You've been watching a little something I had not heard of, and oh. I don't know how you came across this it's show old. even. It's, it's old. old. Okay. Yeah. I ran across it because of Hulu Magic. Mm-hmm. Like all the, all the providers have their own form of... Hey, if you like this, then maybe you'd like this show that's older than your boldest child or mm-hmm. something. Uh, the Guardian. Undoubtedly, there's people in our in our little sphere of humanity here that are listening who are quite familiar with what The Guardian is. Yeah. I only loosely was. I think I'd seen a few episodes a long while back and just never had... I always had other stuff. Yeah. So I, I never relied on it, but I found myself in a lull and started watching. It's 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 a decent show. Yeah. It's not like great, but you don't feel guilty that you sat and watched it when you're done. Like you just wasted a portion of your life away. Okay. So how old is it? Did you mm. did you happen to give it a goog? I feel like it's at least a decade old. Oh, but I could dang. be wrong. I'm going to try to fill space while you search and yes. try to find things. The premise of the show. Is it's a there's a law firm. Uh-huh. The patriarch, of course, who owns it, is a prick because all fathers must now be pricks in this world. And the son went to work for him, but then got in trouble with for a drug charge thing. And so it's like his whole law career is split at this point between trying to please his unpleasable father and serving out fifteen hundred hours of community service, doing legal work for children who do not, cannot afford, have whatever legal representation. This reminds me of a story, but first, I would like to say, I did find it on the Google, and you, I thought you were kidding. You're not kidding. This show ran from 2000 to 2001 okay. to 2004. It's okay. literally so it's, older than Daisy. Yes, it's older even still than I gave it credit for. It's older than our oldest child. Yeah. Okay, here's the story it reminds me of. When I was a teenager, Daisy's age, actually mm-hmm. younger than Daisy. You got arrested on a drug charge. You did legal work for something. No. I did. No. Just listen. Okay. Okay. I went. I got two of my friends and mm-hmm. we drove out to the lake. This mm-hmm. was on a summer mm-hmm. afternoon. It was the week before my 17th birthday. So I was actually younger than Daisy. Got oh, in my. No. I don't like these stories. They I, make me feel anxious. 
Why? Thinking about my daughter doing things that you did as a child. <laughs> Daisy's a much better behaved teenager than I was. I will give that to her. Um, so yeah, two of my friends, we went out to the lake. I did not ask for permission to do this. Of course not. But we loaded up my electric blue Camaro and went out and spent a lovely afternoon at Lake Murray. Came back into town and I got pulled over for speeding. Oh, no. The zone I was in was 55 miles an hour. Do you want to guess how fast I was going? 80. Oh, well, wow. I wasn't that much of a hot rodder, but I was going 72. Okay. Well, it's not that far. It's a wind gust away. So I got pulled over and I got a ticket and my parents were freaking furious. They were actually more mad about the fact that I had driven out to the lake without asking. Which parent than the, was the maddest? Uh, my dad. Dr. Dave? <laughs> yes. He has his own podcast. <laughs> Dr. Dave. Um, and so I got this ticket and my dad decided to learn me a lesson by not just paying the ticket, but taking me to go in front of the judge and the judge assigned me community service in lieu of paying my ticket. She assigned me 200 hours of community service. What the what? not kidding you. Wow. And it was to be served in the CASA office, the Court Appointed Special Advocates office in my hometown. And so that's how I spent the summer. The whole entire summer between my junior and senior year, I was a volunteer in the CASA office for that one stupid ticket. Did I learn a lesson about speeding, Kyle? No. (laughs) Unfortunately, no. Well, you did. You were like, have a better story. I have diarrhea. Something to tell the officer to skate through more freely. Yes. So that, all because of the guardian, which is older than our oldest daughter. So there's that. I'll tell you what. It's why... Honestly, it's the only reason I brought it up. Um, like I said, it's decent entertainment. It, it, that in and of itself wasn't worthy enough to mention the show. But oddly, or not oddly, I don't know, watching it has really revealed in me a desire to do something to help kids mm-hmm. who are at no fault of their own, yeah, part of a difficult thing, and just need yes. an opportunity. They need a... a, a Something to take advantage of, and certainly nobody can make anybody take advantage of a thing that's available to them, but just making somehow, some way, I feel moved to do something to make opportunities available to kids. Well, and I hate to keep making this about myself, but... Not your kids. Screw them. They have all the opportunities they (laughs) can handle. No, no doubt. And I don't want to keep making this about me and my story, but do you you know that is partly what CASA does. They help advocate for kids who need advocates in court. I'm a dunce, but I did know that. Okay, good. Thank you. Um, Thank you. Just refer to me as Mr. Calendar from now on. I'm your co-host, the calendar event of the week. Oh, I'm a little bit of a... I'm going to wear your ass out after we're off show on that whole thing. Be prepared for a week of hell. (laughs) Just just saying it's awesome hell. I can be a little bit of a space cadet for some reason, especially when we get on mic. I don't know what the connection is there. I don't know. Um, Would you like me to speculate? No. It's probably not a good idea. No, for the I don't. Health of our marriage. I do not want you just going other, off script that way. Okay. Um, a show that I am deeply enjoying the return of, I did not realize that we were going to get another season of it, is Somebody Feed Phil. It's such a great thing. Phil's such a goob. I yeah, love him. Yeah, he is. He loves to eat. He loves to eat and he loves people. Yes. 
And he loves to make incredulous faces every single time he eats something he delicious. He's a fantastic face actor. He is. He is. So season four of Somebody Feeds Phil came out this week. Now, I love that show, but there is something so hypnotic about it that I do end up falling asleep. It's true. What's the most, for you, in the little bit that we've watched while you were awake, Yeah. what's the most memorable, is there a memorable, impactful scene? What... Was there anything that touched you in, a, in an interesting From way? In season? a non-sexual way, yes. Um, well, we've only watched the Oaxaca, Mexico one so far. Is that right? That's only the one? Yeah, because okay. and I was falling asleep at the end, and you were like, okay, okay, okay. This We're watching this okay. for you. Let's let's stop now, and we'll get to the others later. So I'm guessing nothing stood out. I mean, I know I love the whole episode. I remember Phil dancing at the beginning in the okay. city of Oaxaca. I saw something very not Phil. Okay. He even he even took a minute to like edit in a like face to the camera, hey look. Yes. Moment to say it's the first time I've ever seen Phil say no. Oh. What? Yep. What well, what did they try to serve him? It was Now I'm not going to remember exactly. I feel like it was a bug or something yeah. weird yeah. and he'd already had a bunch of weird stuff yeah. and brought his cameraman into the mix as well yeah um but there was one thing and he he was embarrassed that's why he cut in to talk about it later he was embarrassed because he does try so hard mm-hmm. to be gracious mm-hmm. to whoever is presenting their things because they're not going to bring the dregs of their no cuisine they're always going to bring the best but yeah it was so, whatever it was, it was so shock and awe to him that he's like, no, I can't. And he was so embarrassed by that response later. But that's the first time okay. I ever recall seeing him shut something down. And likely the first time he recognized it either because he was so embarrassed by it. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. I did not even clock that. All right. You may so, have already been asleep. It's possible. I was kind of like getting drowsy towards the end. So, mm-hmm. yes. As evidenced by your right arm above your head and the snoring noises. That's right. That's your special pose. Yeah. My special snoring pose. Um, there's a huge thing of watching that I need to talk about, but we're going to save it to the end because I have a lot of words. Okay. So, in the realm of reading. Yeah. Number one, first of all, if you haven't listened to Sort of Awesome, then you may not know that Rebecca and I spent so long and so many words talking about romance novels that we had to take our recording and split it into... 15 episodes. 15 episodes. It's a whole mini-series. <laughs> that's it's, all Sort of Awesome is now. We're just NBC talking about romance buying novels. it. They'll never produce it. They're buying it, so no one will. Yeah. Part one of the Romance Starter Pack just came out on Friday. Part two is coming out on this coming Friday. So there's a lot of romance novel talk to load up your Kindle, your library card, your bookshelves for the summer. Okay? Yes. You did a little interesting reading. I did. I read a lot. It's not always things that I feel should be shared. Yeah. None of it's pornography. If that's what anybody was thinking right out of the you, gate. You read the, for the letters. I look at the pictures. I don't read anything. For the articles. Uh, yes. Yeah, the, the letters. The articles. Yes. No, I don't, I'm not a big porn guy. I'm not a porn guy at all. <laughs> big or small. Let's just get that cleared up right now. Um, there was a, perhaps an era earlier in my life where, like every young man, that comes into play. But it's just never been my gig. Anyway, yeah. um, <laughs> I do not recall how I was first introduced to one John McCorder. Yeah. Uh, undoubtedly, 
it would have to have been through somebody else that I was reading that referenced him. And I, I bothered to go look. When there's somebody that I enjoy mm-hmm. and they reference another thing. Yeah. I mean, we can take this all the way back to, was it a year and a half, two years ago, you were reading Jen Sincero? Yes. And Jen referenced two people. And I so enjoyed that read with you that we said, well, let's go check out these people. Because if somebody is good enough, you enjoy them, then you're interested in what impacted them. Thousand so percent. That's how I think I stumbled across John McCorder and I ended up what's the what's the name of the thing? Something stacks? Substack. Substack. Thank you. It was just the one stack and it was below another one. So it's the substack. Um I'd never heard of such a thing before. Uh-huh. It's just not in my my bailiwick of things. <laughs> Feel free to use that word. Yeah. It's free. I now receive emails when he has a new thing coming out. You subscribe to his newsletter on Substack is what you're trying to say. Perhaps. Yes. (laughs) Maybe. I'm not committing to anything with him or anyone else other than you. Yes. Um, I don't always read what comes through, Mm -hmm. but sometimes... So he's a linguist, if nothing else. Mm -hmm. He has a lot of opinions and perspectives that I find interesting whether I agree or not, but he's Mm -hmm. also a linguist. Yes. And that's kind of his specialty. Yeah. And he has a whole article recently put out that's asking the question, how do you pronounce the word spelled O-F-T-E-N? Is it often or often? Right. Do you enunciate the T or not? And he talks through a myriad of fascinating perspectives... Yeah. Not all his own by any stretch. I thought it was a quite enjoyable read. You passed it along to me. Yeah. I also like to think about and explore words and language and how all of it works. In this particular discussion of, do you say often or often, he was examining how non-native speakers of English are taught to drop that T in the middle. Mm-hmm. But then it's confusing to non-native speakers because they'll hear native English speakers pronounce some, that hard T. How do you pronounce it? When you asked me, my instinct was to say that I say often. That feels natural to me. But then the more I thought about it, the more I was like, you know, I think that if I'm just like speaking in a very casual conversational way, I probably do say often with no T. Right. And I would, in the middle. I would claim, even in the most casual of circumstances, that I include the hard T yeah. and say often. Yeah. Almost to be a prick, maybe even. I don't know why I do it, but yeah. I do. That's yeah. just how it must be. I do feel like... I don't judge those who don't. Sure, of course. Yes. I do feel like that the phrase to be a prick is your explanation for why you do a number of things in life. (laughs) It's an easy out. Everyone, nobody's going to argue with that statement. So they're like, oh, well, yeah, it's because he's a prick. We all know that. (laughs) That was evidenced many episodes ago (laughs) and reinforced every one since. That was a good read. That was a good read. It's and a fun, I think that he, a article. I have not subscribed to his Substack, but I do think it's what? probably very fascinating. Maybe I will now that I've got the Substack app and I can read all of my newsletters in one place. If you're, if you absolutely are the kind of person who wants to dodge all political content, his, uh, his titles for mm-hmm. the things that he writes are pretty clear. So you can, you can dodge the moments where he does get political about things. However, he is he is both a liberal but not a wackadoo mm-hmm. and I think he produces some very fascinating perspectives i 
I guess I'm conservative. I'm not really Republican. I don't know exactly what I am. You like to do your own thing. I you like for so. no one to tell you what to do That's or think. That's factual and true. <laughs> um, so I don't necessarily agree with everything that he offers, but he's intelligent. And I'm willing absolutely to listen to an intelligent perspective, whether I disagree with it, agree with it, whatever. So I read all of his stuff. I at least skim it. Mm-hmm. And I quite enjoy him. Absolutely. It's a non it's a non-offensive political view when there is one. But Got again, it. if you don't like that crap, just read the headline and know whether or not you should proceed. Very good advice. Very good recommendation. Thank you. I do my best, especially on Mondays. <laughs> That's the only day. It's well, mainly. Yeah. You get you get the best I have to offer for this recording. And the rest of the week I have to be a prick. By Wednesday. Yeah. <laughs> By Wednesday afternoon you're like, eh, I feel like it's Friday. Let's Everyone uh, sucks. <laughs> Go away. Listening-wise, I do feel like it is my responsibility to make sure everyone in Awesome Nation knows that one of my favorite podcasts of the past year is now out with season two, and that is the podcast Normal Gossip. Mm-hmm. I love this show so much. I look forward to each new episode in it. The uh, host of the show, Kelsey, has she has a guest with her. They discuss the nature of gossip, generally speaking, and then Kelsey always has a gossip story to tell the host and get the reactions of the host as they go through her own hot take yes these are very low stake but highly interesting stories they are always entertaining i'm obsessed with this podcast season two just came out in the past few weeks so if you are not subscribed to it if you're not dialed into it if you haven't even listened at all oh do you have a treat ahead of you if you go find the normal gossip podcast oh We've got a lot on the lifestyle section There's to talk a lot about. Of lifestyle things going on. Our twins have devoted themselves exclusively to the Roblox lifestyle. Pretty much, if they could, in fact, give up their physical life to be digital creatures oh, yeah. only, they would be Roblox people. They are deep, deep in the culture and world of the Roblox, so much so that they constantly constantly are begging us to buy them Robux. Robux, That's the currency of that world. The currency of Roblox. So, you know, sometimes I'll be like, well, you got to do this chore, that chore, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Earlier this week, I don't know if I should reveal which one of the twins did this, if we should protect their privacy a little. I don't know. You could refer to them as A and B. Okay. Earlier this, or I guess last week now, as we're as we're recording... Twin B got it in his mind that he needed... But how'd you know? What do you mean? I don't feel like you're giving full credence to how the story played out. Okay, well, you tell the story. Well, I, I heard adjacently, if people haven't recalled this from the past, my home office mm-hmm. is an auditory phenomenon Yes, where I hear all noises in our home, mm-hmm. whether I want to or not. I usually register them low-key until things get interesting, and then I pull myself away from my work to, to try to decide. Like in a – just not – I'm not out of my chair. I'm leaning forward. I'm yeah. posing for Meg yeah. as we do this. Because no one else could see you. forward with my hands on the armrest seeing, do I need to lift my fat ass out of this chair and go do something? <laughs> or do I get to keep sitting here and lean back eventually? I heard A come upstairs okay. and say, Mom – B is trying to buy. <laughs> oh, that's right. I forgot that was the yeah. preface, the yeah. context for the story. Yeah. We could hear them, and I was working in our room. You were working in your office. We could hear the squabbling. And yes, A came in to self-report and also 
like report on the brother. Yes. That he was going to and like I guess finger on the on the mouse mouse hovering over buying an extremely expensive yeah. package. Four hundred and ninety nine dollars. Yes. Now we're not impoverished people, but neither are we people of astronomical means. That's a that's a pretty high purchase number for yeah. A Robux for a pretend world currency package. Yes. And so Twin A, the conscientious one of the mm-hmm. pair, probably of all of our children, the most con- Well, Daisy's pretty conscientious. Anyway, Twin A comes in reporting on this. And I was like, what? So we had Twin B come up. Right. I was going to get up and my elbows collapsed when I heard the dollar amount. <laughs> so Twin B comes up and he is uh, pleading his case. For why this is a necessary yeah. purchase to make. Yeah, not how dare you question. How dare you question this? Yes, yes, yes. Don't yes. you know? Don't you know? And so I obviously categorically denied that request. And then we had a little fall apart with um, a lot of big emotions and a lot well, of ignoring mom yes. the rest of the day because he was so mad. Be Upon confrontation and realization that we would not be spending, let's just round it up and call it $500. Yeah. Digital currency. Yeah. He went into his room. He didn't sit down. He squatted in the corner of his room facing the wall. Yeah. And proceeded to silently weep for a good hour and a half. He was in there a long time. He was in there a long time. I even poked my head in and it was like, hey, bud, I'm sorry. Shit happens. (laughs) It's good parental advice, right? Shit happens. Now go play. Yeah. It was a it was a rough time. Man. His whole world was destroyed in a moment. Yeah. So just in case you ever get the very, very false notion in your mind that things just run smoothly over here and it's sunshine and rainbows right. all the time. Or that Robux pays for life. <laughs> no. You can't buy groceries with Robux. <laughs> At least oh, not that I'm aware of. Oh my goodness gracious. Um we got two not just one, two boxes of goodies sent yeah. to us each one with a very different reason why yeah yeah got got boxes of goodies in the mail this week the first one was completely unexpected and and i was tickled when it arrived it was a box a big box of goodies really for you from the company um what's it called manscaping that's the name of or the company? manscape or something manscape yeah is that the name of the company? I feel like it is, yes. Oh, God, please help me. I'm going to have to um, give that because their new sponsors well, are sort of awesome. Well, the thing. So this one wasn't, I mean, it was a surprise, but there's an explanation. Yes. They are going to be one of the people Manscaped with Manscaped. a D. Manscaped with a D on you the end. You did it in the past. Yes. You never get to do it again. You only do it historically. Now you are Manscaped. Yes, it's done, and all your all your stuff is tight and neat. Your man stuff. All your man stuff. It's interesting because in the past, I have purchased for you some products from them. Yeah. Clippers. Yeah. Found them to be decent enough. Yeah. So here's here's the general premise, if I may. If I may dare to step in and steal their advertising limelight. This is your purview. You you do the description in the conversation here. Okay. Well, they're they're big uh, selling points. Yeah. For their main product which is clippers, Mm -hmm. is that they have no-nick blades. Yes. And anybody who's ever used a pair of clippers, whether that's to give a a haircut or any other type of haircut, (laughs) knows that clipper bite, 
clipper burn, it's a real thing. It's a real thing. And it's bad enough when it's on, on the back of your neck or something like that to get that in more intimate places is yes. not enjoyable. Yeah. So they're, that's kind of their gig is that like, hey, we've, we've designed or we found a Chinese company that designed a pair of clippers that doesn't do whatever, right? However it all came about. Yeah. It's not like they have a manufacturing facility where they're making clippers or anything. Big spoiler. Um, <laughs> somebody else is making it and they're selling it. It's fine. It's fine. It's how the world works. Yes. I won't say they're nick-free or bite-free, but they definitely aren't as problematic as many other versions. And so I, I feel like they've really cheated themselves by restricting it to to men. I mean... Because there's a lot of people that want to clip yeah, and trim some hairs here and there. For sure. Yeah, but that is definitely their target audience. They have yeah. niched down to... They have. The man world and the manscaping. Yeah. With a heavy foot. Just to, if anybody hadn't figured out, just big spoiler alert, it's for ball trimming. Yeah. Except that there's a lot more than that that you might want to trim. Well, for sure. I mean, <laughs> can I say shaft? There, perhaps there's some shafty Good trim things. Lord. I don't know. Is shaft a bad word? It's a movie <laughs> from a while back. I yeah. don't know. Now I'm blushing. You embarrassed me. This, listen. We got a box of goodies from Manscaped. We did. There's a lot of things. They have a lot more than just the clippers now. Yes. Including a, an underwear and yeah. all kinds of post-shave. Oh, yeah. All of the products. Crotch accoutrement. <laughs> <laughs> it's embarrassing, okay? But it's a thing. Crotch accoutrement is not a phrase that I've <laughs> ever. Only on Awesome Today. Yes ever heard seen or spoken before but it's a thing, i though. don't hate it i don't hate it um so yeah did they send the new like clippers that oh, like their new release i yeah, feel yeah, like yeah they come out with a new whatever point yeah. this or that just like a software update yeah um yeah so there's that they sent that they sent uh, the after clip products because yes. it's not shaving technically yeah the underwear and then what i was quite pleased to see uh-huh is they included a nose hair trimmer. Ooh. And let's, hey, hey, let's be honest. Yeah. I'm no spring chicken. Yeah. Unless chickens are really damn hairy in their noses. And then, yeah, <laughs> I could be that. I could be that. I like a good nose hair trimmer. I have nose hair issues. Yeah. If I'm not clipping them, I'm, I'm trying to pull them out because they just get all yes. tickly and irritating. And so I'm, I'm tickled. I haven't charged it and tried it yet. I'm sure it's wonderful and... Yeah. yeah, I'm just going to be trimming all my stuff. So if you were thinking of purchasing anything from Manscaped for the man in your life, just hang tight. Don't buy anything yet because I've got a sponsor code coming for you. I just don't know it yet. Gotcha. Like, I didn't even know this campaign had been booked. Right. And then this showed up, and then I was like, oh, new sponsor. If you could get for the coupon code Shaft Trim, <laughs> that would be magical. Oh, I might even buy something from them with only that discount code. <laughs> Okay, we also got, just yesterday... You're blushing. <laughs> I'm just laughing. We got a non-blush-worthy um, box of goodies. Yeah. Now, these, this company is not a sponsor, but I was recently raving about them on Sorta Awesome. And they found it in all of the interwebs. They found it. They did. They found it. They tracked me down. They were like, thank you so much. This is the company Sniff, who created the perfume, amongst many others, but their, their hot new release right now is called Strawberry Moon. Strawberry Shaft. It's named after... I feel like I have to say that word a lot. Now. Yeah, I don't super love that. You can you can store that back in the... Shift? Is that better? <laughs> 
Um, Strawberry Moon is their summer release. It is crafted, created, chemically orchestrated to smell like the pool, uh, the vibe of the pool, the 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 Strawberry Moon, at a no, at a hotel, a hotel pool in Miami. Okay, so urine and coconut and chlorine. (laughs) That's what you're saying. The notes are. Yep, that's it. Those are the notes they used. No, it's a delight. You smelled it. You also, as I raved about, how did they make it smell like you just got out of the pool, but in a good way? How did they do this? I don't know. It's it's voodoo. So I had raved about this on Sort of Awesome. They tracked me down. They were like, "Can we send you some more of our line? We would love to just say thank you for you know raving about Strawberry Moon." And I said, "Sure, of yeah. course." Free, free stuff, you bet. Yes, especially of the perfume and candle variety, because not only do they make perfumes, but they yeah. also have this whole candle Send line. Send it to www.shaft.gov. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's real when it's a .gov extension. Yeah, that's what makes it real for sure. For sure. Um, the box arrived yesterday evening. We tore into it. Although I am going to do an official unboxing on the social media. All of the older people in our house, which is to say me and you and our daughters, took turns sniffing. That's mm-hmm. the name of the company. Get it? Sniffing the candles and the perfumes that they sent. They were delightful. I myself today have been wearing, and I'm really into their scent that's called Natural Talent. Okay? The notes on Natural Talent that are... That sounds like a great name for a... OnlyFans page. Yeah, definitely, definitely. The notes for natural talent are apricot, clementine, iris, suede, and cashmere with um, a rich velvety finish, and then they call it charisma in a bottle. Okay. I'm into it. I have never smelled something and thought, that smells like cashmere. Oh, I have. Really? I think. What's yes. cashmere smell like? It's, I don't know how to describe it. Um, it smells like cashmere. It's kind of like a clean wool. Okay. Scent. I feel probably like. not at the moment of harvest. Definitely not at the moment of harvest. But I'm very grateful that they sent those, yeah. and we'll continue to talk about those scents in other places. But that was fun last night. We just had a whole scent-sniffing party oh, in our family. You know we did. It was a little freaky. Now, speaking of things that you don't necessarily you want... You just skipped right over that. <laughs> I did. I appreciate when you ignore me. <laughs> I was afraid there was another shaft. <laughs> well, Can't be, there so. may or may not have been. You never know when that <laughs> shaft may be coming. Oh, gosh. You walked into that yes. one. You served it up. Okay. One thing that you don't want to necessarily have a sniff of is body odor. It's true. We have. Oh, there's a whole side story for that. Okay. I went to the grocery store today. Don't glare at me. I'll polish it up from how I told it to you the first time. All right. I went to the grocery store today. I would like to point out on possibly three different occasions I was loosely propositioned. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize I still had it like that. Oh, you still got it, baby. Apparently I do. Um, I was in the aisle behind, I was walking in an aisle behind a person who looked like just the most generic version of how you would qualify this is a just a middle-class American. Sure. Nothing about visually mm-hmm. that would be like, oh, that that person's not clean mm-hmm. or anything like that. But I got, you know, I was waiting to get through. I was done on that aisle and just trying to make my way to the end and suffering the slowness of this person. 
Meg, I, I encountered the waft of very, very aged, very cultured crotch. <laughs> it was not good. I, I felt cultured a little crotch. gaggy. I had to turn around and go the other way. Between cultured crotch and crotch accoutrement, <laughs> Is this, There's a lot of crotch talk. Is this a, is this the hashtag crotch talk episode? It could be. It probably always is to some degree. Oh my word! It was, it was very aggressive. I mean, we've all been in every one of us. Let's be honest. Let's not get all proud. We've all been in that instance where we've been like, "What the hell is that? That's me. That's me. That smells like that." We've all been there. Yeah. But that moment that we've been there was so much less offensive than how this lady was functioning like nothing was wrong. <laughs> It was not okay. <laughs> well, it's Sunday. Maybe uh-uh. she'd had a good time last night and just no, was like, no, I gotta, was, I'm hungry after this, all that. This was much older than one night's worth of <laughs> ill-gotten gains. It was old. It was bad. Okay. Well, if you would like to keep your everything smelling nice, uh, you use deodorant. Yes. And after many, and I really cannot emphasize. Um, what the heck? I cannot underline and emphasize this enough. Um, many, <laughs> many years of trying to find just the right deodorant product mm-hmm. for you, Mr. Sensitive Skin. I have sensitive pits. <laughs> <laughs> they break out. I can't do the aluminum and all the weird stuff. You can't even do an antiperspirant. Because it's all, all of those have chemicals in them and my pits are like, <laughs> no, please, no. I you, will break out. You do have the most sensitive hits of anyone I've. Heard. It's true. It's where I. It's where I have forced my body to send all sensitivity, no emotional sensitivity, only the the pit skin. So after many years of trying, oh my gosh, every yeah. n- non antiperspirant deodorant only product on Uncle, the market. Uncle Tom's is that the name of it? <laughs> what is it? I'm not trying to be racist. What's the name of it? Tom's of Maine. He's someone's uncle, damn it. Know how families work. Stop casting shade on me. Jeez. Tom's of Maine. It wasn't meant in a a fashion. I apologize to all uncles and all people named Tom. Okay. Um, Okay. Bring it back in. No, like, you name the brand if you found it at Sprouts, Whole Foods, at Walmart, wherever it was, if it was like a natural deodorant, we tried it. It either doesn't work. Right. Or I break out. Yes. Those were the two inevitable incomes. Yeah. In- outcomes, what? rather. <laughs> I can't even talk. <laughs> you have me yeah. so off track. You're, I cannot talk. You've got problems. <laughs> I, do. I do. Oh, my gosh. Okay. <sighs> the inevitable outcome was that you, you were like, okay, my pits stink by the end of the day. Yeah. Or now you've got a fresh breakout going on. Yeah. Finally. Which is worse. It's a torrid hate affair. Yeah. Finally, all these years later, via a sort of awesome sponsor, we were introduced to deodorant from Kapari. Kapari. Yeah. It's a fun name. It's a fun name. They make a great natural deodorant. You like the complete unscented one. Yeah. They do have scents. You prefer the unscented. And so this is like a treasured commodity for you. Do yes. you feel like that's accurate to say? Well, I mean, yes, because the odor is gone and the 
the breakout does not appear. Yes. It's the it's the voodoo I've been asking for all the way through. Absolutely. Isn't that hard, evidently? But Apparently it is. Here it is. So you finally have found the holy grail of mm-hmm. deodorant for you. And the then, holy enough grail. Yeah. It's probably something better. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Um, you had mentioned to me on a couple of occasions, hey, who keeps using my deodorant? Well, I was questioning. So... I'm a very, I can't not see details. It's a curse and a blessing at times. It just depends on the circumstance. But I can't tell you the number of mornings that I've gone in and I've put on my my deodorant. And one of the most agitating feelings in the world is when you go to rub that deodorant in the old Pitsky (laughs) and you scrape plastic on your skin. Mm -hmm. Nobody likes that. Mm Mm-hmm. And yet it kept happening. And so I just keep, I'm like cranking it up, cranking it up every time. I've got like three inches of deodorant hanging out of the tube. And yet the very next morning I'm scraping plastic on my pits. How is this happening? And so I, I threw some accusations because that's what I do. Mm-hmm. And, oh, you insisted. You're insane. You're you're the asshole. <laughs> I didn't say either of those things. All I said you was said I'm not it, using it. You said it in the way that you say it. Yeah. I got my own deodorant. Don't don't come accusing me. Well, I wasn't me. blaming you, but I was saying, is somebody using this? This this has gone on for like a, a year and a half. Yeah, it's not a new development. And finally, I just gave up and just assumed I am I am crazy. I am crazy. <laughs> you gaslit yourself. I did. I completely gaslit myself. <laughs> well, <laughs> then I went through. I'm not. A, I'm not proud to announce this, but I'll tell the story anyway. Okay. Um. Sometimes when I get really deeply intellectually involved in a work project. um... There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. It's, I'm a little bit of a nutty professor sometimes, and I might go a few days without bathing or wearing deodorant, and that <laughs> happens. And then eventually either me or you recognizes that I smell like the lady in the grocery <laughs> store, and somebody's like, hey, could you wash your pits, something? Um, your pits and your lady bits? Yeah, oh, yes. <laughs> Why did you start keeping lady bits in your arms? That's weird. <laughs> you can at least wash them. Yeah. It was weird. Um, anyway, I'd gone through a little period of that and I returned then to bathing and putting on deodorant and it was all the plastic scraping again. And it got me curious. Now, this is also during a time that I'm driving my daughters to school in an attempt to be a responsible parent and help you out. I'm driving the girls to school in the mornings and on, we have a lot of interesting conversations because I'm a bit of a lunatic and they're trapped in the car with me. And I finally asked one day, I was like, Hey, look. 
No judgment. No blame. No blame. Nobody's going to be in trouble. I'm just curious. That, because I've asked this before in different ways. I phrased it very specifically this time. And I said that canister of deodorant that's over against the left edge of the counter, who all uses that? Come to find out, not one, but both of those buttholes have been using my deodorant. I've not been crazy. They were using my deodorant the whole way through and evidently putting it on like it was going out of style. And they had to hurry up and use it all. And so I've, I mean, I've danced on the edge of armpit breakout because of the plastic scrapings. It wasn't the deodorant's fault. Yeah. It was, it was... It was a special moment to realize I am not insane. I am not insane. You are. <laughs> Stop using other people's deodorant. That's disgusting. Oh, man. Yeah, they were just like, oh, we thought it was like the communal deodorant. <laughs> like, that's a thing? That's gross. Do you think everyone should have their own deodorant? Yes. You grew up as an almost only child. That's not true. I have shared deodorant with my siblings. for that's gross. Not now. Not as a grown-ass that's adult, gross. but... Your armpits are literally just your upper crotch. Do you want to rub things in somebody else's upper crotch and then yours? No. This is the crotch episode. <laughs> no apologies. I don't think it's weird to share deodorant with someone. I do, and I'd love for people to weigh in in the Facebook group, any of the Facebook groups. I don't care. I'm also, Tag me so I see it. I'm also an unrepentant shower peer, so maybe we That's, just have different I have standards. I no problem with that. I have no problem with that. So long as you rinse off whatever got on your legs, don't be a weirdo. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay, let's talk about some gross things, since we're already okay, on the topic. Since we haven't already? Since we're already on the topic. First of all, you did accomplish a major feat. Mm, I thought I did. No, no, wait. The, I'm going to skip to this, tell this first. Oh, okay, and then, okay, yeah. okay, yeah, that is a major feat. So we were outside. The weather here has been quite lovely, once it finally stopped raining. Mm. We were outside. Nico had brought a banana outside, as toddlers are prone to do. Yeah, banana. Yeah. A vehicle that doesn't belong to our family. All <laughs> kinds of things. And as toddlers are prone to do, he had peeled it, taken one bite out of it, and then left it on yeah, a... Handed it to you. Yeah. 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 It's like, I'm done. And then went off to play. And so I set it down on a brick that's on a... Yeah bench where we put our feet outside yeah Yeah. and that's a whole thing because we do have some bricks in the yard that were yeah and he brings them all up on the deck and puts some places random bricks everywhere so i just set the banana down and you and i were visiting and you look over and well there so you'd first you set it down yeah and then it was like oh yeah this is disgusting and you threw chunks of it into the shrubbery into the shrubbery and so there was no banana left, but you looked over and where the banana had been, yes. a fly orgy broke out. There's no better term. Yes. It was ridiculous. Yeah. So you seized the opportunity, ran into the house, grabbed your trusty fly swatter. Oh, and it is trusty. The one from Target that you love so much. I love it. You love it almost as much as you love Lola. No, no, not even close. <laughs> and then you're like, this is it. This is my moment to shine. I did. And I reared back. I reached back into another dimension yeah. to begin my swing. Yes. How many, how many over-unders, guesses, gambling, how many flies did I kill at once with one swing? I know the answer. And that number is seven. Seven. It's the holy number. It is the holy I killed. I killed the Lord of the Flies. <laughs> I've I've killed two at once before. Yeah. I have swatted flies out of the air, Indeed. which is a beautiful feeling. Yeah, to just knock them out of the sky. 
Yeah. But seven flies at once. Yep. That was a special moment. So all of that to say, if you've got a fly problem in your house, just smear some banana on your counter. That's right. And wait. And wait. With your fly swatter. From Target. Yes. They're not a sponsor yet. No. But then next thing you know, you're killing them, just knocking them off this planet. It was so rewarding. It was so rewarding. Even if I'd been fired that day, I would have still felt like a winner. Good for you. Yeah. Something that's making you feel like an anti-winner, though, is the other pest in our house. That's true. I thought we were free. You even posted in the Awesome Today Facebook group. I did. I thought we were free. We had mice. I thought I'd killed them all. Because we did have a mouse-killing spree. Yeah. Got got four. Yeah. Got four, and I thought that was it. And they weren't small. No. These are, one, they're the biggest mice we've ever had. We have mice every year. We live in a hundred-year-old house, and there's holes everywhere. We have mice every year, but it's always in the winter. Yeah. We've had mice every year. We've handled them as they've come about. It's always a terrifying, disgusting moment of, aren't we trash that we have mice and then we kill them and then we forget that it ever happened until the, <laughs> until next, the time. next year. Yeah. Well, here they show up in June. Well, practically. Well, practically. They've been it's here May. for a it's while. May. They showed up in early May mm-hmm. and we began the, the fight. Mm-hmm. But that's abnormal. It's warm. It's abnormal that they're here. Yeah. They've been resistant to my normal means of. Yeah, of usually solving we, the problem. You, usually we use the electric traps. They were They're, huge. They couldn't even fit in the electric They've traps. They've been huge, so much bigger than we've ever seen. Thought we were done with them. Celebrated in the group. We did, and then we had two more. And we know it was two more, because one of our kids saw both of them at the same damn time, doing a little celebratory screw you dance yep. on the countertop. Yep. I got one of them last night. There's one that just is... Oh. Should we tell them? You tell it. It's okay. so messed up. Everybody's going to experience something like this. Share the truth. Okay. Just if you ever, if you know us in real life, A, if you know us in real life, B, if you ever do meet us, let's all pretend this never happened. Well, okay. let's clarify two things. One, my pits may smell like an unclean crotch at some point in time, and that's okay. Number two... We are not dirty people. No. Well, we have a lot of kids, and kids leave food trash around. We clean up on the reg. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we knew that the last batch that had already been through the killing fields, we knew one of them had figured out how to get on top of the refrigerator because Daisy saw one up there. And I freaked out and cleaned off the top of the refrigerator, like completely sanitized everything. We had not been putting anything up there. But then after, like, post-round one of this, we thought, oh, my gosh, they're, oh, they're yeah, dead. We're done. We're safe. And that's usually the top of the refrigerators, usually where we keep our chip bags and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So Who doesn't? Who doesn't keep a bag of chips on top of their fridge? <laughs> if you don't, you should examine your life. <laughs> well, you may not want to after you hear this story. So you and I have been on a little bit of a pork rind kick We've yeah. been getting those chicorons from yeah. uh, Costco. Costco, so the secret good. source of all things holy. They're so good. They just like do this like coconut sugar and a little bit of spice to it. Oh my gosh, they're just so hint, freaking delicious. So you and I had gone to Costco specifically to get three more bags of those. We yeah. got other We've things got a too. Hundred dollars worth of yeah, bullshit, and some other stuff. Those pork rinds. So we put these brand new bags up there. You opened one bag last night. Mm-hmm. Rolled it up. Yep. Almost hermetically sealed. Yep. Evidently not quite. (laughs) So I got up and was downstairs because Nico had woken up and I was downstairs and I'd heard some stuff. I could see as I went into the kitchen. Oh my gosh. I want to die saying this. I could see a mouse climb from the top of our pantry cabinet over to the top of the fridge. Like climbing along the the cabinet door ridge. Yeah. 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 Like a damn 
circus rat. Exactly. Except yes. it's a mouse, not yeah. a rat. Yeah. And and I could hear him digging in something and crunching. And I was like, what? I was like so furious because I was like, I know I cleaned off the top of the fridge. What is going on? And then I saw and remembered, oh no, the chicorones. Yeah. Yeah. And so. Must be a Latino mouse. He loves the chicken. <laughs> no, everybody would love these. They're That's so true. good. That's true. They transcend so cultures. I, like, first of all, had a mild panic attack. Secondly, overcame all of my complete terror of mice and went into the. Ran upstairs, put on my deodorant, came downstairs. <laughs> <laughs> I like turned on the lights. I was like stomping in there. I was like trying to be like, right. I'm in here. Human is in here. Do yeah. not come out. So I grabbed it. It's the- like whistling in the dark, except it's stomping in the light. Yeah. You're just desperately hoping the, the threat leaves. Yes. Uh, a toddler has just joined the recording. <gasps> oh, my. You keep telling the story. I'll take this guy. Okay. So, um, okay. So I got the bags, the two unopened bags. And I was like, what am I going to do with these? There's apparently they can get into anything anywhere. I'm completely freaked out. And so I just took the two bags that were not open and I shoved them in the fridge. And I said to myself, if it can figure out how to get into our fridge, I will immediately exit this planet. So that would, that was my agreement with myself. The bag that was open, I gathered it up throughout the bag that was open so that was in the trash, two unopened bags in the fridge. So I had gone back into the living room to kind of calm my nerves for a little bit, and I heard it crunching and munching on something. Mm, yeah. And I was like so angry and also terrified that I didn't do anything. <laughs> yeah. Yes. They call but that I, fear rage. Yeah, fear rage. It was a total case of fear rage. I knew that it had at least one more. Okay, that it was munching and crunching on. It was like, ha ha, I got this last one. Okay, then you came downstairs at like five this morning, mm-hmm. and you heard crunching and munching going yeah, on. I could hear it was under the stove, yeah. which is an impossible place to get to. Yeah, and so we were like, oh my gosh, it's those, it's the pork rinds. No wonder he's not going into any of the traps. He's been feasting yeah, on these pork yeah. rinds. He didn't even need to bother to go all the way to the trap. Right. Okay. So again. The, the pork rinds had been put up. We're sitting outside this morning, and Daisy texted me, and she was like, why are, there an, why, no, why are there pork rinds on the top shelf of the pantry, not in a bag, just, mm-hmm. just in the, on the shelf? And I was like, oh, it's a long story. The mouse must have dragged those in there, and that's why we kept yeah. hearing it crunching. It was like going into the bag, getting one, and then taking it somewhere to crunch and munch. So I, in my mind, when Daisy texts this to me, I'm thinking there's like two or three yeah, in there. Yeah, plural you know? pork rinds, there's two, maybe three. Okay. We go into the kitchen to start making Sunday lunch. Is that one of our dogs? Yes, it's a dog. It's okay, now I'm freaked, all, I'm freaked out. Yeah, I'm freaked out. I'm freaked out. concerned. Yes. <clears throat> we open the doors. I'm going to go in there and just get those that are in there and clean out the pantry shelf. How many? Oh, I think I don't think it's an over exaggeration to say six cups. Yes, six cups. It was easily half of a not small bag. This bastard had grabbed them. I don't know if he got them from the top of the fridge or from the trash can, but he had gone through like a giant ant the labors of dragging. Like this eternity of pork rinds. He made a nest of pork rinds. I was like, he's building a building out of yes. pork rinds in here. There it's was not so hurricane many. safe, but it's inside the house. <laughs> it was 
covering the shelf. It was everywhere. Which, by the way, I've gone through the pantry and cleaned out everything that he could possibly, you know, crackers, chips, anything that a mouse can get into. I cleaned that pantry out. And so this top shelf was almost empty, except that there was pork rinds covering the whole thing. Unbelievable. It's... You, you'd have to see it, and even then, in the moment you see it, you're like, no. Exactly. That didn't happen. Exactly. Somebody did that. One of the kids did that. Right. But they didn't. No. The only one who would, who could get away with lying about it, is too short to get to that shelf. Yes. Even climbing them like a ladder, he couldn't do it. Oh, my gosh. So freaky. Oh, my nerves are shot over this whole mouse situation. It's disturbing. It's it's not great, but we've we've we're employed we're taking it to the next level. Yeah, we're just we gotta we gotta get yeah. this little. At this point, we'll we'll spin the family nest egg. Apparently, sorry, kids, nobody goes to college. We have mice. That's right. Um, it's enough to make you want to pour a drink. Or five. Yeah. You took yourself over to a friend's house. I did. I got the opportunity. Had a drink. Um, we have, so there are local, a local awesome. Um, their their family lives not that far from us. And sadly, we haven't gotten together in yeah. a long time. Blame it on quarantine or the fact that maybe we're not that likable after all. I don't know why exactly. I choose quarantine as the yeah. excuse. But got the opportunity to go have a cigar and share a drink with a, a friend the other night. And that was pretty awesome. I would recommend that to anyone, even if you don't smoke cigars. It was good just to have some face-to-face, just sit down and visit time. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know how to segue into this next thing, except that we do enjoy our drinks around here and have often, I would say for a long time, have been curious about a drink called a slow gin fizz. Well, there's a wonderful, wonderful country music song from the 90s. Maybe even older. I think it's from the 90s. Okay. That is called uh, Queen of My Double Wide Trailer, mm-hmm. I believe. Yep. And references in there a slow gin fizz. Yes, and we've often wondered, what is a slow gin fizz? Mm-hmm. Um, so we did a little goog on it. Or did, um, you, do a, did you do a goog or a duck? Uh, I D- did a goog. Go. I did a good. It's a better search engine. You were right. It's 1993. Sammy Kershaw. Yeah. Queen of my double wide, wide trailer. Um, double wide, not double white. Don't be a racist. <laughs> okay. Double wide trailer. And I thought slow gin fizz, slow like S-L-O-W. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's a slow fizz and you pour, right. put gin in it. Like somebody poured some gin and dropped an Alka-Seltzer in it because they're trying to conquer two problems at once. Exactly. Well, in Googling or duck duck going however you like to call it ducking if that's ducking. what you want to call it yeah. <laughs> um we figured out that no it's not slow like s-l-o-w right it's s-l-o-e slow mm-hmm. gin because the main ingredient is a slow gin no nope it's a slow berry mm-hmm. it's made from a slow berry and gin is derived from juniper berries. Amongst many other things that can be yeah. in gin, juniper is the constant. Slow gin can have a lower alcohol content than regular gin. Regular gin is less sweet than a right. slow gin. Yeah. So we bought a, we bought a slow gin. Mm-hmm. What day was that? Thursday? Mm, it was earlier in the week, I feel like. Okay. Wednesday, Tuesday, whatever. Pick your day. We bought Heyman's, H-A-Y... M-A-N-S, Heyman's of London. Yes. I just, I was going into the liquor store, and I was prepared just to buy the bums bottle. Whatever, whatever the bums are buying, give me that. <clears throat> but you'd said you wanted a gin. 
Yes. And so I'm looking through all the gins and I saw this and I think what caught my eye is it's a delightful red. Yeah, it is. It is. And, and we talked about slow gin. Yeah. It's like, by golly, I can do two things in this life if nothing else. I can wash my armpits and buy slow gin. Yeah. So I did that. Yes. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. So it's so delicious. It's very, and I mean very sweet. Yes. Very sweet. What When you just tasted it straight, mm-hmm. what did it remind you of? A little, it's, it's giving a little bit of cough syrup. That's what I got. I yeah. got cherry cough syrup. Yes. Even though it may not be cherry, that's just what it reminded me of. But it doesn't give you that like after shudder. It's so smooth and sippable. You know, like when you yeah. take cough syrup and you're like, Ugh. But I don't think, maybe I'm wrong. I'm not cultured in case you hadn't caught that. Mm. I don't know that many people sip a, a slow gen straight. Right, yeah. Most of them do make a fizz uh, or some kind of a cocktail something, out of right? it. Something, Something. Yes. There's some dilution to knock down the cough syrupiness of yeah. it. So a lot of people will mix it with some kind of lemon juice, maybe even add like some simple syrup to it, which why you would do that, Mm-mm. I do not know, unless you just need like a, a right. Shirley Temple style of if cocktail. You're, <laughs> if you're a diabetic and you're taking a lot of diabetes meds, and so you have to consume a lot of sugar so the meds don't overreact, yeah. then... Yeah, it's, then yes. It's so sugary. But what we've been doing, well, I have. You don't like the slow gin particularly. I don't. I don't, I don't at all. So I've just been adding a little, like a San Pellegrino, a little bubbly water to it. Which is easier because technically, we looked this up. Doesn't a, a technically, well, a slow gin fizz have like an egg white and all something. kinds of now things going on? Now I'm not finding on. that. Now I'm gaslighting myself. Maybe well, I dreamed okay. that. That's okay. You can use my deodorant later. Because these are all saying just like... Club soda, sugar, and lemon juice. Okay, well, we didn't do the sugar. No. And anytime something says lemon juice, I'm not against lemon juice, but I'm always curious, would lime juice be better? Yeah. So what I've poured for you, whether you knew it or not, in the last couple days has been some slow gin, a splash of lime, and then typically we've been using San Pellegrino, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So yeah. Pretty good. Mixing it up that way, and it's been... Not terrible. It's a nice little summer cocktail treat. Yeah. Super, super easy. You just It's just literally and you, you the slow gin in this fizzy water. Drink it and you don't cough. It, that's right. And it'll, it'll cure your cough for you. Yeah. I wish it could kill mice. Yes. Something the mice might like is your Alfredo sauce. We use it on everything. What a segue. What a segue. Yeah. You're a master of, I the, am. Yep. of the digital airwaves. Alfredo sauce. Listen. Good people. We've talked about this before. Numerous times. Who doesn't like cheese? For crying out loud, America has created Cheese Whiz. It's not even real cheese. It's a cheese-like product in an aerosol format. Yes. Alfredo sauce is super, super easy. Mm -hmm. You get a little fat in a skillet, whether that's bacon fat or butter or olive oil or something. Yep. And then you put in equal portions of Parmesan and cream. And then if you're a little bit fancy, you'd throw some uh, Italian seasoning in there. And if you're really fancy, before you add the cream and the the cheese, you reduce down a a white wine a little bit. Or use a cooking wine if that's the kind of person you are. Whatever. This is incredible. It's good, of course, on noodles like linguine or fettuccine or spaghetti or Mm -hmm. angel hair pasta. Whatever, right? It's good on that. It's good on seafoods. Very good on seafood. It's good on steak. It's good however you want to use it. It's just a very rich, creamy, 
cheesy sauce. It will take whatever meal you're doing up a notch, and it's super easy and super fast. You are on a campaign across America to get people to not buy jarred Alfredo anymore. Make your own. Do it. That's it's your so that's your one campaign it's so much platform. Better. It's so much better. <laughs> do it. Um, let's talk about clothing a little bit. Okay. Not only do we go to Costco for pork rinds. Well, evidently now we we are Costco models. Yeah, apparently so, because you and I both have found some fun summer clothes there. I wouldn't call them fun, but you're welcome to do so. You were delighted to find some shorts that there. Doesn't I cannot identify an item in cl- of clothing and say that's fun, except for maybe assless chaps. <laughs> And that's for a different show. Aren't all chaps technically assless? Um, yes, and all of them are technically fun. <laughs> but you found the Hang Ten brand of yeah. shorts to be quite delightful. So here's here's the thing. I'm I did for a long time. Sometimes out of necessity, sometimes out of just mental shaping and stuff. Look for the discount buy received more enjoyment from the discount buy than I would the actual quality of the clothing. Right. All of that, whatever. Um, that's not where I am anymore. I want something that I don't mind spending money to, mm-hmm. to find something I enjoy that fits me well, that looks good. All of that, <clears throat> if anything mm-hmm. looks good on me, I don't know, whatever. Right. Um, I found these on accident. I wasn't going to Costco to find clothes. Yeah. I went to Costco for other reasons. They have a fantastic meat section. Mm -hmm. That's not an entendre for anything. (laughs) I see these shorts, and I'm like, that's a good-looking pair of shorts. It was 10 bucks, Right. And I bought them, and they fit exceptionally well. Mm -hmm. You were complimentary of them. They seem really above-average quality. Yeah. And I ended up, on the next trip through, getting two more pair. Yeah. You liked them so much. They were... They're really impressive. And what's the Hang Ten? That's the brand? Yep. It, it feels like stealing. It feels like stealing, and I didn't even have to steal them. Well, there I've you go. I've done that as a child. I stole shit as a kid. I should go to jail now. <laughs> okay. I'm not proud of it. I found yesterday at Costco that they've got a few linen pieces in. I got a linen dress, which I don't super love. I think I'm going to take that one back. But I have been raving Did on... Did you wear it first and get all sweaty in it? <laughs> no, I did That's not. what I like to do. Yeah. I like to sweat in women's dresses and uh, then take them back. Hey, and then take them back and be like, <laughs> what? Um, oh, man, I didn't wear it. What are you looking at? <laughs> I found I've been raving on the podcast, sort of awesome, and on our social medias about how much I am loving linen pants this summer. Linen's and awesome. Costco had some great linen pants in. I picked up a sort of like charcoal gray and white striped pair that I'm wearing it's like right a quilt now. Stripe. Yeah. Is I is that what they call it? I don't quilt know. Stripe? It's you the, tell me. the super wide thing. I think so. It's like the kind of material that you might see surrounding a mattress. Okay. A high-quality mattress. <laughs> okay. Not a shitty one. Not a dormitory I'm, I'm mattress. I'm trying to decide if I'm offended or not. No, no. Uh, this is, that's why we're the, 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 it's English. It goes back to England. Okay. This, Blame the English. This, this title of quilt, whatever. Yes. Because it's not like a quilt like you'd imagine, but it's, it's the type of material. It's durable. It's nice. It's good that you'd coat a mattress with. Yes. So that when you pee on it, you can't see the stains. That's the main reason why. I love to pee on a mattress. No, I don't. That's disgusting. Stop it. Save it for the shower. Um, hey. That was good. That was a good job. I'm going to give you a high five for that one. Yeah. 
Hey, uh, Awesome Mary asked in the Awesome Today group, Hey, do you have any recommendations? Because you always have a recommendation for men's clothing. What about swim trunks? Yeah. We're in swim season. What are the men supposed to do for their swim trunks? She'd even requested a deep dive, which I don't even know that I can deep dive anymore, especially <laughs> not with trunks on. I only do that nude. But <laughs> swim trunks, and this may be true for women, swimsuits rather, because yes. if women swim in swim trunks, I'd go swimming more often. <laughs> I don't swim, actually. I don't. That's the main thing. I think this was a difficult and challenging question for you because you're not really like a casual fun time swimmer or even right. a serious swimmer. Like you just don't right. like to get in the pool. No, not with clothes on. <laughs> That's a different thing, though. Um, swim trunks are tough, not just because of that, but because even though it seems pretty simple just to see, well, it's... A dude has a pair of shorts on that double for swimming. Yeah, right. I mean, it could be that simple. Yeah. Just like, oh, I also swim in these. <laughs> just okay. my Daisy Duke cutoff. That's right. That's right. You think that's hot. Wait till later. <laughs> or not. It's tough because <clears throat> what you don't see is what's going on in the underlayers. Mm -hmm. There was a whole era when I was a child. My dad was a man at that point, of course. <laughs> and I remember... The quandary of seeing his swim trunks have this really aggressive mesh inside of them, mm -hmm. and even then, before I before my balls had dropped, I knew that looks like something that'd be uncomfortable on the balls I may have someday. Here we are back at crotches again. It's inevitable. So We're going to end up talk. there again. Um, there's been a lot of work done to try to find different answers for that mesh, and so you see a lot of ads. These aren't your dad's swim trunks. Oh, what okay. they're saying is these shouldn't chafe your balls. Like your dad just endured because he was a tough bastard that did a lot of things to sacrifice for you. <laughs> but you're he not going to do swimming. that, are you? He didn't even like to swim. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He went swimming for you and had ball chafing. <laughs> for you, for you, you ungrateful you, you prick. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you little prick. <laughs> this has gone downhill. Um, <laughs> Mary just wanted to know what to get her yeah, husband for swimming. It's a tough battle. Um... Honestly, and I didn't, I did not deep dive this, but I didn't shallow dive it either. <laughs> yeah, I like medium dive. I, I, was in the, I was in the medium, not deep enough water for sharks to get me, but yeah. I was nearby. I could see the sharks. Okay. So much of it depends on how is the, how is the person going to utilize this? Are you just wearing trunks so that you look like you're ready to party, but you have no intention of getting in the water. Mm -hmm. That's a perspective. Do you actually intend to get in the water and do things? Are you just going to kneel there in the shallow end and act like the water's chest deep? Are you going to be active? Are you <laughs> going to play volleyball, try to dunk your kids, do all that kind of crap? What are you doing? Wait, this, this brings me to a question. Mm -hmm. I'm almost 45 years old. Yeah. And I don't actually understand. And I have three sons. You don't know how balls work? I don't understand what the... <laughs> that explains why we have five kids. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't understand. What is the, the mesh netting? Is it to like make you feel like you're, you have underwear, like everything, keep everything okay. together in there? Well, you, have to, you have to appreciate history. And I think the <laughs> easiest way to, to bring you home here is to say, do you remember... From the 80s, the show Magnum P.I. Of course. How long were his shorts? They were teeny tiny. They were Daisy Dukes. They of were a, Daisy of a, Dukes. Yes, of a and variety. It, it doesn't take a gifted man to 
in a short pair of shorts, all of a sudden be sharing far more than he intended to with okay. the whole world, right? Okay. Yeah. And if swim trunks would have been, of course, the same length as the natural short of the day, yeah. you needed something to keep your man parts private yeah. and not public. Okay, I understand that. But I'm thinking like... Do you, is the mesh netting stuff is is it in like board shorts like the long shorts that are more so popular these days? This is this is the fascinating thing when people do things and they don't know why they're doing them. Yeah. Well, that is that is swim trunks had these in them. I got to put these in them. But when the when the short legs long enough so that the <clears throat> shaft does not hang out the short leg, you don't need the netting necessarily, though you may desire it to keep from having a floppy experience. <laughs> but they just they're like, well, swim trunks are supposed to have some sort of restrictive man bra, <laughs> a dong bra, whatever you want to call it. Something in there to keep the parts in place. You're embarrassed. You're going to edit all this out. No, probably. I'm not. I don't okay. even, I'm like thinking, what do I even title this episode so people don't listen with their children? <laughs> just, just not for children. That's probably the best title you yeah. could give it. Not for children. Yeah. I think that's part of the, call it confusion. Call it weirdness of how trunks are designed. Um, decide which level of activity. Board shorts are a great example of, a, of what can make for a great trunk depending on if you're going to be more active that's an ideal thing if you're just wearing the shorts with a shirt no intention to get into the pool whatever there's there are trunks that are designed to look like a pair of khaki shorts but the material is just a little different and so okay you can tell it's a trunk but it's not really a, a functional unless again you're going to be the i kneel down in the shallow end and just get my man nipples wet but i'm not active while i'm in the water so do you have brands to recommend? Or are you just saying, like, look at the construction? you got to look, yeah, okay. look at the construction. I, you could do, very easily, you could do any type of internet search for top men's swim trunks, whatever. You're going to come up with a myriad of things. But within that, then look for the purpose behind what you're trying to do. You'll, yeah. find, you'll find hundreds of brands that will be sufficient. Okay. Um, and, I, in, you know, in fairness, anybody that's asking this question is not somebody that's going to spend their whole summer swimming. Okay. Or at least that they've never have before, yeah. or they would already begin to be aware of, well, you know, I wore these and they weren't ideal, but I saw so-and-so wear theirs and they seemed ideal. And you, you kind of have your own, you have your own path. Yeah, to a degree. I mean, it's not like you're over there pulling his pant leg out and you're like, hey, does your dong fall out? Or anything like that. You just notice when somebody seems comfortable in what they're doing yeah. and you're like, I'd like to do that, but my dong might fall out. And so you identify, well, those look like, and then maybe you're trying to do a little peeping Tom in the dressing room to see what he's wearing. Not, oh not his, gosh. not what he's working with, just what brand he's got on. Yeah. Or you might be so bold as to ask though. That's a bit of a faux pas in men's dressing For facilities. Sure. Yes. Yeah. Whew, that was a lot. That's, I feel like whenever uh, that's how I would navigate it. Whenever we've got new swim trunks, we literally it's like we're getting ready to go somewhere and you're like, Oh man, I don't have any swim trunks and so on the way we like run into old navy and whatever yeah, they have in your size is what we get. I did get uh I do have a pair of trunks in the drawer and I, I couldn't tell you the brand. I there's a a upper end men's clother that I go to that's kind of the stand between of a, a full-on tailor, like we make all of your clothes custom and all of that. It, they they take stuff that's either made to measure or off of a very nice rack and tailor it to fit you. And so I trust them. Mm -hmm. And they had 
included a brand of swim trunk there. I have no idea what it is. Oh my gosh. Do you still have those? Yeah, they're they're awesome. They're like a, a baby blue color, which yeah. makes me feel frisky and that's in the drawer. Like... No, no, they're up there. I know. I'm just saying like we got those like years ago. Probably five years ago. Okay. And I've worn them zero times swimming <laughs> because I've not sw- I've not swam in five years. I cannot tell you guys strongly enough how much Kyle does not like to go swimming. I don't. I don't. I don't like to. I don't like to be partly naked in front of people. <laughs> that's just how it is. But fully naked—that's okay. That's different. Yeah. There's times where that's in fact appropriate. Okay. Whew. Well, I promised y'all I had to tell you <clears throat> that there is a watch. Going back to the beginning of the yes, episode, not a wristwatch. No, a watch, read, listen, lifestyle watch mm-hmm. that I am obsessed with. Yes. I'm so thrilled that it's finally here. You're so obsessed with it. I have fallen asleep before you. It's true. This I'm, doesn't happen. I'm so obsessed with it. I have made pots of coffee to drink at bedtime. Now, yeah. you and I usually drink a little bit of coffee after dinner, just as a after-dinner enjoyment. But no, full pots of coffee to drink before bedtime so that I could stay awake to binge through Stranger Things Season 4, Part 1. I don't feel like you would be this alert for a zombie apocalypse. No. Which is, quite honestly, going to happen in our lifetime. Evidently, we're on the way. But you're you're just like, nope, I don't care about the zombies, but I'm here for Stranger Things. Yes. So, Stranger Things is probably right up there with Lost as my favorite TV series of all time. I think, if I may, I think you like it more. Than Lost. Yep. It's very possible. It's very quite possible. I think Lost holds this like nostalgic place of number one in my mind, but I think you're right. I think I actually love Stranger Things more. I feel like Lost is the first boy you ever kissed. That's true. Yeah. And you kind of like hold on to that and there's mm-hmm. like some sweet nostalgic feelings around it, but I know I do. Stranger Things is You're just gonna leave that one there. Yeah. Okay. Stranger Things is perfection. Even the worst season of Stranger Things, which we all know is season two, is still (laughs) a great season of television. Yeah. So because we all of us on this planet endured a global pandemic. Or pandemic. (laughs) Really good with words today. Uh, The production of season four was delayed for a while. And And broken into parts. uh, Yeah. And I'm not loving this, the way they've done this. But season four has been so fantastic. Now, I do want to say this. I find this to be wildly interesting. Okay. Stranger Things season one, from the very first episode, was all about the supernatural element. It was mm-hmm. all about the upside down. It was scary. It was it was a, a pastiche, an homage to the 80s horror movie. Yes. And so it was scary. Now, as the seasons have gone by, I feel like as we've gotten to know these characters and the character development arcs have happened over these years... Now we're to season four. I'm going to tell you, I don't think it's that scary at all. The main villain that is a supernatural creature, it's a demon, to me is like not scary. Okay. There's a few jump scares, but I feel like the intensity of season four is more about the emotional complexities of these, of the kids who are like the main cast of Stranger Things and the, and the, Grown ups, the side characters, the the development, the the investment that you have in the people and the relationships, to me, is what's driving season four at okay. this point. Let me ask a question. It's not a challenge. 
I'm not belittling your opinion. Okay. I'm curious, though. If either right now you went back and watched season one again, or if season four was the first yeah. of the seasons that you'd ever seen, if season four was the first season you'd ever seen, would there be more scare? If you went back and watched season one after having seen these, would there be as much scare in season one? Or would all of a sudden everything seem pretty homogenous with what you're describing now as your experience? I mean, I don't know. I don't. Does that make any sense? I'm not 100% sure what you're asking. Okay, well, let's like, take it one part at a time. Okay. So you said season one was scary. In a horror movie kind of way. In a horror way, movie yes. kind of way. Season four is not to you at right. this point. Yeah. And my, what I'm asking is, is season four not scary in a horror kind of way because you've had three seasons already of being oh. conditioned to that? Yeah, I think so that's... So that if you rewatched one at this point, you wouldn't have the horror feel. Right. I or, mean, well, I don't know, though. I mean, I do see what you're saying, and I would say I mostly agree with that, but... I will say, I feel like in season one, Mm -hmm. the stakes, the high stakes, the tension of the storyline was so much more focused on the... The, the supernatural, the scary part of it. Well, it was definitively, for all of the characters with whom any of us would identify yeah. in any show that we watch, it was their first experience. Yes. So they would have had a more ragged... Yes, right. And you see that in the characters in the writing in season four. They're all like, we've been here before. Like, we yes. know things are going to get crazy. We know things are going to get scary. It's almost more like, what is happening now? As opposed yeah. to, in season one, it was very, what is happening? Yeah. Instead of, I'm scared, it's like, I'm ready to kick ass. I just have to figure out how. Yes. Yes, exactly. That's it. Um, and I don't hate it. I am I am appreciating it as somebody who's watched over these years and watched the seasons and tracked with the universe they've created with Stranger Things. Like, I don't hate that season four has gone into this emotional relationship-based complexity. Mm-hmm. It's just different to me. Because like Hopper, for example, and I don't want to give anything away, and, and I know there's people who don't watch Stranger Things, but like one of the main adult characters is not even in the country yeah. and is enduring things that are horrible and terrible. And on some level frightening, but they're they're human terrifying. Exactly. And that to me has been a huge shift in the writing focus. It's definitely still very emotionally intense, but it's not because of a scary creature on history line. Interesting. I hadn't thought of this until you just brought it up. But if you think about as well, uh, the mother, what's her name? Joyce. Joyce. Yes. How could I forget that? Joyce and then the weirdo karate guy. Murray. Murray. Um, much of their experience has also been more to deal with the yes. the horrors of humanity rather than yes. the supernatural. Exactly. Exactly. And I think that's kind of a key to a long-running series like this is you can't just keep going back to jump scares and like terrifying creatures, especially over time as people get invested in these relationships in the characters and as they are growing, especially because the main, again, the main cast is kids going from being kids into teenagers mm-hmm. that you have to be able to continue to develop out sure. some of the scary things. Eleven, who's, again, probably like the main character or one of the main characters of the series, is not enduring at the beginning of the season the supernatural scariness, but she's enduring being bullied in high school. Right. Far more difficulty with humans than with monsters. Exactly. Who are, exactly. in fact, 
human monsters. Human monsters. So think on that. Talk amongst yourselves. We've been enjoying it. Our daughters have watched and are watching. One one has complete. Oh, one she, one waited until the moment it dropped, yeah, and she, she just like it by noon. She was yes. like, "I've seen it all." <laughs> yes. Daisy's been tracking along, and uh, I think is about where we are. It's so great. Now, the, again, I said this is part one. Part two, which is just the last two episodes of season four, comes out in July. And the writers have said that season four is actually the beginning of the end of the Stranger Things universe because season five will be its fifth and final season. So it's, it's a been lot. a wild ride. It has. And I love it so much. And a wild so episode, much. if I may. Yeah, and a long one, too. Oh, my Lord, we got to wrap this up. It's a lot of minutes. We went over on the minutes. Yeah. You feel self-conscious. I do. There's no rules. I don't like to go this long on an episode, but it's okay. Well, what should the people do? Have a happy Memorial Day. Have an awesome crotch today, would ya? Please do. Bye-bye. Bye. up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week kiki palmer here and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free hello fresh jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. now that's music to my mouth hello fresh let's get this dinner party started discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com 